0: My name is Ella, and um, today I'm going to be sharing a little bit about where my faith has been this past year, as it's Youth Sunday. Um, so just for some background information, this year definitely was the furthest I ever felt from God, and I think a lot of that had to do with just doubt and not going to God with those doubts, but I'll get into that a little more later. Um, I thought I'd just start off with like a little story, I guess. So, um, my family has been going to the same Chinese restaurant for the past many years. It's just that we've found it to be accessible and convenient for us. And so we've been going to this Chinese restaurant. Literally, we go every week, every Saturday. Um, we used to go like twice a week. Um, but we've cut that down. And sometimes we go for lunch and then we're back in four hours for dinner. So we go there a lot. And, We are very committed to this place because um, my grandparents, uh, they're kind of picky when it comes to eating out, and it's very accessible for them, so we go to this Chinese restaurant a lot. Um, This Chinese restaurant, you need to get in through an elevator because it's in a mall, and there's only one elevator in this whole entire mall, so everyone takes this elevator to go to that restaurant, and something... To keep in note is that this elevator is very very bad it's very slow um it takes five minutes sometimes for it to actually arrive at the level you're waiting at sometimes 10 it really depends and when you get on the elevator it goes up normally but then once it reaches that level it takes another like 10 seconds for it to actually like inch up and stop and um yeah it's very it's a very distinct elevator and um i have learned to be very used to that But um, whenever we take this elevator, there's always that, like, silence um, with strangers where they're kind of confused and freaking out. But then people like my family have to explain to them that this elevator is just very, very slow and very, very bad. Um, Something that I actually – so I've become very accustomed to this elevator. I know all the ins and outs. I know the buttons that work, the buttons that don't do anything. And um, recently I watched this video about how elevator closed door buttons don't actually work. And maybe some of you guys already know that they're actually deactivated, but apparently um, like elevator engineers or whatever, they just implement that button so that we feel a sense of control. And I've always been a control freak. So every time I go in that elevator, I know full well that it doesn't work, but I just press it because it gives us that false control. Um, so, this year it was filled with many questions. I'm going back to where I started. Um, this year is filled with many questions. Um, and that's normal for any Christian to really doubt. But what happened with me this year was that I was doubting, but I wasn't going to God with those doubts. I was kind of keeping them to myself. Um, and that can get very overwhelming very fast. So, in a way, I kind of gave up. And um, I told myself that. You know, with all these questions, with all these doubts, maybe I was just lacking in faith. Um, And so that came from the feeling of being discouraged and also feeling inadequate. Because when you grow up as a Christian, and some of you guys maybe can relate, um, you see perfection in the Bible through Jesus Christ. And then when you're told to go out into the world and be Christ-like, it can be really discouraging when you feel like you're messing up every day and you're just taking 1,000 steps backwards. And so, as a result, I turned to my own understanding of things um, a lot this year, and I grew very distracted with the world. And I consumed my time in environments that only encouraged more doubts and didn't really give me any answers. And so, with those questions, I would kind of live on and forget to go to God. Um, and in a way I was kind of hiding from him. I was telling myself that it's okay to go in dips in your face sometimes. And that was kind of my excuse. Um, but the problem was that I wasn't actively searching for a solution. I was just kind of staying where I was and I was clicking on that closed door button with that false control that really wasn't doing anything. It wasn't getting me anywhere whatsoever. And so, um, My friend about a month ago told me about this really cool analogy, which I think kind of sums up what I'm trying to get at. And um, basically she saw on like Pinterest a picture of this girl who's holding a little teddy bear. And God is telling her to give him that teddy bear, but she's refusing because she loves her teddy bear and she doesn't want to let go of it. Um, But little does she know that behind um, God's back, he's holding an even larger teddy bear for her. And I just felt like that really resonated and stuck with what, I was, or the place that I was at, because there I was holding on to, you know, my doubts and my questions, like the teddy bear, and I was refusing to give them up. I was refusing to just, um, tell God and give him those, um, doubts and let him lead me. But, um, I was holding on to those doubts, and my friend kind of went on to say how in this situation, God is telling us to just calm down because he knows what he's doing and he has a plan for everything, um... And he just needs—he just needs us to trust him and give him those questions, because even if the answer doesn't come right away, he—he um, he knows that the answers that he has are bigger than us, and in the end, he's bigger than those doubts. So, upon reflection on you know the situation that I've been in this past year, this past school year, um, I've decided that it's okay to be uncomfortable and untrusting in your faith at times, because that happens to everyone. Um, but. Don't be afraid to hide that from God because God is big enough to hear us say it to him and he already knows before we have to say it. Don't try to find the answers by yourself because often you'll just get overwhelmed and you won't, you won't get any closer to the answers, but you'll get farther, if anything. And so God, he gave me that place of discomfort and doubt because I think those are the times where I was able to see him the most in hindsight. And so I still doubt him today. I'm still, um, you know, finding it hard to let go of the questions that I have and, you know, all the things that seem to contradict my faith in this world. But um, it definitely gives me comfort to know that my doubts can coexist with growth and maturation if I'm just willing to go to God humbly, willingly, and honestly. Because in the end, he... um, He's, he's willing to, to show us um, the answers. It's just that we need to be patient and we need to go to him when we have those doubts. So um, if nothing else I said really made any sense, um, I'm going to end off in two verses that I hope do. So the first one comes from Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. And the second one comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 to 10. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weaknesses. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong.
1: Um, So before I begin, I'd like to just open up in a word of prayer. Dear God, thank you for bringing us all into this space to worship and to serve you. Um, I just pray that today, as we continue on with the service, that you continue to be in this place, that the Holy Spirit is in us, and that we're able to experience your love. And thank you for being our God, the one God, who is unending and always loving, everlasting. And just thank you, and I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So to begin off, I just want to start in Romans 16, chapter 16, verse 18. For such people are serving in our Lord Jesus, but for their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of naive people. The process of deciding to do Youth Sunday was something that I struggled with for a really long time. Um, for the longest time, I had looked up to the youth who were up here, and quite frankly, I wanted to be in their shoes. I remember so clearly in grade 10, um, sitting there, listening, being like, wow, in grade 12, I wanna be there and I wanna be asked to be speak. And in those two years, as I continued to grow, both personally with God and just by myself, I fell into this place and this stage where, although I loved God, I was serving for the wrong reasons. I began to serve for myself, wanting to show others the good Christian that I was. I began to put myself on a pedestal, and I began to... Get build this pressure of stepping into roles at church because I felt like I needed to. I didn't realize that at that time, but I was checking off this checklist of becoming a good Christian, and it felt like as the faster I finished and the more things I checked off, the closer I would be to God. And the more that I did and the more involved I was, the more that God would love me. And I think that is something that a lot of us tend to fall into. As hard as it is to admit, a lot of times we serve for the sake of serving and not because we want to or because we truly love the Lord. We serve initially because of that passion and because of that love we have towards him. And we serve because we see other people serving and almost by second nature we feel inclined to serve. In this world, inevitably, everything kind of seems like a competition. It seems like we're trying to continuously one-up the other when in reverse, we should be helping each other become more Christ-like. And in the midst of becoming to want to become a better version of myself, a better Christian, um, I lost that mindset. I wanted to grow closer to God, but only by myself. I didn't have the mindset of walking alongside others so that we would grow together. And yes, a relationship is between you and God. It's a two-way thing, but it's also important to build as a community because, after all, church is not just a building, but it is a place where community is built and continues to be lifted up. And when I came to realize this, I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to come clean and admit that I was really just serving for myself. I kept pushing that thought away and convinced myself that I was doing it for God when all along I knew that I wasn't. And that's where sin comes in. I knew that I wanted to do these things to gain worldly praise. I wanted validation from others, from myself. And Satan told me that was okay. He convinced me that at the end of the day, I was still serving the Lord. But there's a difference between... Serving the Lord and serving the Lord willingly with love. And when I look back on it now, it was so clear that I was so wrong with the mindset that I had. Sure, I was still serving God, but I wasn't doing it with the right intentions. And it is something that is so hard for me to admit. And, but as I wrestled and decided whether or not to do Youth Sunday, um, God really spoke to me to tell me that I didn't get to where I am today just by myself. God told me that he placed me where I am because I need to be here. And whether it was unwillingly or willingly or not, um, I'm exactly where I need to be right now. Um, God only places us in situations he knows that we are able to handle. And as I was writing this and just brainstorming on what I would talk about, I was listening to a song, and the lyrics just kind of really wrapped, like perfectly wrapped up what I was trying to get at. Nothing good that I have done, no praise of mine could be enough. Only your blood has the power because Jesus, your love made a way. And I think that just really resembles God's love and how none of the things that we do are because of us, but because of God's amazing love. And it's so easy to get wrapped up and serve for the wrong reasons. It's so easy to serve because that's what you think you should do, because it's a hard thing to say no to others when you're being asked. But once that starts to happen, that's when your passion starts to slowly fade away. We forget that the only true way that we should do this is through and with love. Some questions that I think are important to ask yourself are, number one, do you feel burnt out? Number two, are you serving for yourself or for the Lord? And number three, do you feel excited to serve? And I think if you're experiencing any of this or said yes to any of these three questions, it's important to take time and reflect back on why you feel this way and reflect with God. Ask God questions. Like Ella said, God already knows what we feel and how we feel. Let God in on how you feel and pour yourself into him because he already knows. Don't be afraid and don't hold back because he knows. Our fears, our intentions, and everything else between, he already knows since the very beginning. He sees where our heart stands. What resides in our heart and our soul are very important to the Lord. The intent, love, and purity and motivation that lives inside of us weighs heavily with God. And it's important to realize this when you're going through this stage, that your past does not determine your present and most definitely does not determine your future. So if you feel this way, don't beat yourself up or feel bad, but instead, thank God for giving you the eyes to open up and your heart to reflect on this and to learn from it. We are all humans, which means we are all sinners, and we are all imperfect. We all need God, and that's more than okay, because if we were perfect, we wouldn't need him. But by his blood, we were saved, we were forgiven, and we are loved. And God definitely wants us to serve, but he wants us to serve humbly and with the right heart. If we keep those things in mind, we'll never stray away from him, from the pure goodness that he is and that he can use and flourish because of what we're doing is through love and that we're willingly doing it and lovingly.